0: Hey regulars, Charlie here. We all spend a lot of time thinking about what we eat, but what about what we drink? Well, our friends at Kongen Water have an answer for you when you call 800-494-8685 or visit KANWATER, that's K-A-N water You can learn more about the Kongen Water Machine and to check out their specials on air purifiers. Kongen Water has been around for 50 years and has expanded into 9 countries, which shows that they really do have the staying power to outlast all their competition. The Kongen Water Machine is the only real ionizer on the market. The rest, unfortunately, are nothing more than a mass Produce water filter. While Congan water is great for hydration, you can use it for all sorts of other health benefits, whether that be reducing acid reflux, migraine headaches, joint aches and pains, low energy, gout, and even muscle pain. Its antioxidants neutralize free radicals in your body and keep your immune system strong. While its alkaline properties balance the pH level of your body and keeps you healthy. If you drink a lot of energy drinks and have a very acidic diet, Congan water is a must. You can even use the water for weight loss. There are weight loss plans that rely on kongan's alkaline water exclusively. But even without a plan, the water will help. Help you lose weight. So if you're interested in improving your health and boosting your hydration, call 800-494-8685 or visit conwater.com. That's k a n water.com to learn all about the Kangen Water machine and to check out their specials on air purifiers. Again, these deals will not last, so be sure to call and let them know that the regular Joe Show team sent you.
1: For truth, justice, and the American way. Without the cape or the superpowers, not even a sidekick. Heck, we don't even have fancy gadgets. This is just Joe and his trusty microphone made in the USA. This is the regular Joe Show. Oh, so good. Well, hello there and welcome. Joe Giganti, your regular Joe here. our number three already of today's regular Joe show. So much to get into. I want a couple names. I want you to try to remember these names. Tell me what they have in common. Jose Antonio Ibera. Nielsen Frejo Granados. Israel Fuentes Jr. Johnny Alejandro Torcios. Besides the fact that they're all in their 20s, except for Fuentes, Jr., who's in his early 30s. What do these fine, upstanding men of society have in common? We'll get into it as we get back into the border issues, Lake and Riley's murder and other atrocities happening. Why? Because the Democrats refuse to do what they can and should and must to secure our border. That, of course, ties into the big discussions in the White House about funding the border bill which is the border bill for three other nations not ours are we on the verge of another government shutdown Joe Biden he's out doing media hits to prove he's on top of his game didn't quite go the way he expected and Terrence Bradley in a sudden case of amnesia we got plenty to get into this hour first though it is seven minutes after the hour which means in that quagmire on top of a foobar in Afghanistan, 8.37 p.m. In Taiwan, it is 12.07 a.m. In Moscow, 7.07 p.m. And right now in our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., 11.07 a.m. That is your new and improved Biden Crime Family Time Check. TM, the regular Joe show, brought to you as it always is at the top of each and every broadcast hour to ensure one can't possibly claim that they were ignorant, they didn't know, nobody told them what it would take to, to what we're up against with the Biden crime family. Those are just a few of the locales that they DBA, do business as the Biden crime family in order to continue trading influence for money at your and my expense. So welcome. It is hour number three. You, of course, can be a part of this conversation by dialing or texting Of course, you can email me, as Mike just did a few minutes ago, at joe at regjoeshow.com, joe at regjoeshow.com. That's the way to be a part of the show. Now, we've got some good news to get into. Uh, Observations well worth making. and You know, I thought I had... This story in the stack, but I don't see it here today. Sometimes I think things magically disappear after I print them and then they don't uh, they don't make it. That's okay. With the joys of the modern interweb, I can pull the story up nonetheless. Now, we have talked many times about how this administration has been ginning up the employment numbers to try to make it look as though things are going much better than they are. In fact, uh, I've not only talked about it, I've demonstrated that, and again, I haven't done that the last few months because I just haven't had a chance to dig into the numbers, but for what was a 14-month streak, which is absurd, 14 months, the numbers they were reporting were going to, would be revised downward as much as 50% within the next two reporting periods, which is the next 60 days. Every 30 days, they issue the numbers. And, of course, that's because nobody checks. Nobody goes back at the end of the report and like, oh, this correction. No, they report, oh, jobs are better than they've ever been. We didn't realize these jobs are awesome. Now, the other way that they were, they were cooking the numbers is when they were talking about new jobs, they were, they were including the same person as many as three times. If you've got an employed person that takes on a side hustle, well, that side hustle is a new job. And they take on a second side hustle. It's, so you have one person working three jobs. That's not good employment. That's a sign of a weak economy. And then they, were, they stopped counting those people that just dropped out, able-bodied citizens of working age that just, just dropped out. They're not trying to find a job anymore. Well, they got, they got rid of those numbers too, right? So this is not exactly an accurate telling. Well, guess where they're applying some of this now? The United States Army. You see, the Army is having trouble with recruiting. So that that they can't get people to join the Army because in the woke military, the type of people that would normally volunteer don't want to have anything to do with it. And I can't blame them. I know a number of people that have that have made decisions when it's time for them to either re-up or they can they can leave at the end of their term, are choosing to leave because they don't want to be, they don't feel like they're actually a part of the the, the true American military force in the sense of what they're doing. Well, here's news that amid recruiting shortfalls, they're cutting 24,000 positions out of the United States Army. Of those positions, 5% of those being slashed are the ones that are remaining empty because they can't get recruits. Well, what's the net effect of this? They're going to tell you they're making the recruiting goal, right? Like, they're, they're having shortfalls, so let's just cut a bunch of the positions, and then we can say we're filling all the positions that are available. This, this, is the, this is Bidenomics 101. It's completely ridiculous and absurd. And if we have 24,000 positions within the United States Army that we didn't really need, why were they there in the first place? Now, I can assure you, without even doing research, DEI-based positions are not the ones that are being cut, I guarantee you DEI positions are probably being fully funded and they're working hard to fill those. I'm sure they want to make sure for the Rainbow Warriors that they can get another picture of a bunch of men wearing women's military uniforms like old uh, Levine over there. Richard Levine. That's his his real name. I refer to him by his real name. Richard Levine from the Department of Health and Human Services. So this is is the new way they do it. Well, we're just going to... We have to refigure our structure, and uh, we're reducing, and we just happen to be cutting out a bunch of positions we can't fill anyway. So that way, we don't have to continually answer the question of why can't we fill positions. So I guess good news for the army will be in in short a short period of time from now, they will once again be able to claim that they're fully staffed because they're just they're just cutting the positions. So that way, there's no problem. Does it make sense to you? I mean, I, I think that's a great way to do these things. All right, in the real good news for the hour, CBS has returned hundreds of documents to Catherine Heritage. Now you may remember she used at one time was with Fox, uh, and then she moved her, She moved over to CBS. They terminated her amidst a, a termination situation where eight hundred people were let go. She was one of them, but in a very unusual turn of events, they took a bunch of her source material. confidential human source information in others. And some observed that she had been working on the Hunter Biden laptop story, among other things, and just seemed kind of odd. Well, the Screen Actors Guild, American Federation of Television and Radio Artists, the SAG After Union, on Monday confirmed that, quote, a representative of our union monitored the return of several boxes. That's how much stuff they took from her containing Catherine Heritage's uh, reporting materials, from her CBS News office in Washington D.C., Heritage Heritage is uh, currently reviewing the materials. They said we welcome CBS News's reversal, which came after their intervention in widespread media coverage that underscored shared concerns about f- uh, press freedom and the First Amendment. The union continued: the resolution of this matter sends a strong message of protection for basic First Amendment principles. We further hope the public focus now turns. To sag after his continued efforts to support a press shield. Now, again, it's good news. I'm sure it'll be interesting to find out if everything in the boxes was returned, or if copies or anything else were made. But interest now you get. I think it's in Canada. They want to make it a crime. Uh, Well, they don't have the same First Amendment rights we do. But if you post something on social media that offends people, they want to make that a crime. Uh, they're trying to steal the press's information when they refuse to toe the line. It's very very dangerous times. Uh, but that, but I'm going to tell you something. here now, the answer is not to stop speaking the truth, it is to start speaking it louder and clearer than ever. Bullies only succeed when we cower. Do not cower. And on that, I give you this other piece of good news. involving Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears. She was presiding over the Virginia Senate, as is one of her jobs, when Senator Senator Danica Rome, who asked a question, saying, quote, Madam President, how many votes would it take to pass this bill with the emergency clause, Rome asked. Sears responded, that would be four-fifths, Senator, end quote. And then Rome followed up asking again, and what would be the exact number of that, Madam President? To which Winsome Sears responded, yes, sir, that would be 32. At which point, Senator Danica Rome cast down the mic and stormed out of the chamber. Now you may try to figure out well, why, why, what was going on there? How is this good news? Well, I will explain. You see. Danica Rome is a dude. That's the, the the rub here is that Danica is a dude who likes to have long hair and wear dresses. Now in the 70s and 80s, we called those hairbands and rock and rollers. Nowadays we're supposed to call them women. I mean, think about it, the 80s hairbands wore more makeup than probably Danica Rome. Nobody was confused it was men. Now, Danica is very confused about who he is because, well, he is a biological male that likes to pretend that he is a female. And in the back and forth with Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears, Winsome Sears referred to him in passing as sir. Now, this upset because whenever you attack the false illusion That, you know, they are. And by the way, you know, one of the things that's really amazing is nowadays It used to be, for example, if you went to. uh, If you if you went online, say, to Wikipedia for someone like Rome in there, it would say they were born, whatever their name is. That's all been expunged from all these things now, even though everyone knows they were born a male or female, whatever it might be. They backdate the pronouns, which is just, I mean, it's not even historically accurate if we're going to believe that a man can become a woman or vice versa, but it's not even historically accurate. They weren't born, this person wasn't born Danica Rome. That wasn't the name that they were they were given, in this case, baptized by. But either way, now, to Winsome Sears' credit, later, uh, she tried to qualify or, 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 or explain that she was not trying to upset Senator Rome. So let it be known, I am not here to upset anyone. I'm here to do the job the people of Virginia have called me to do, and that is to treat everyone with respect and dignity. I myself, at times, have not been afforded that same respect and dignity. But in this body, as long as I'm president of the Senate, and by the grace of God, I will be treated with respect and dignity, and I will treat everybody else with respect and dignity. She went on to say, I apologize, and I would hope that everyone would understand there is no intent to offend But that we'd also give each other the ability to forgive each other. Now, I do note in her response that no way, shape, or form did she deny the fact that Rome is in fact a guy. But the minute it's funny because I'm talking to Mark Mix at the National Right to Life, a National Right to Work uh, uh, committee. The other uh, earlier in the show, I talked about the movie Miracle on 34th Street, and this reminds me of the whole setup with how they put they put Santa Claus when he says, "The minute you attack someone's delusion." They become violent. Well, in this case, Senator Rome is living in a delusion. The minute, well, all it was is Sir. Then when my when one son was really little, little, sometimes he'd accidentally say mom instead of dad, and dad instead of mom. It was I like gonna storm out of the room? Where did you call me? Matt? I mean, for goodness sake, in passing, one one reference to sir in the responses to storm out of the chamber. Yeah, there's no mental troubles whatsoever there. I still, you know what? I applaud Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears for speaking the truth. The Regular Joe Show.